This is Burkittsville, formerly Blair. It is a small, quiet Maryland town, much like a small, quiet town anywhere. No more than 20 families laid their roots here over 200 years ago, many of whom remain either on this hill or in the town below. There are an unusually high number of children laid to rest here, most of whom passed in the 1940s. Yet no one in the town seems to recall anything unusual about this time, to us anyway. Yet legend tells a different story, one whose evidence is all around us, etched in stone. Hi. Hello there. How are you? So tired today. (laughs) It's this weather. That's exactly what it is. I'm like, let me do nothing. Make some hot chocolate. Light Mm. a candle. Ooh, actually, that sounds really, really nice. I've I, just uh, bundled up on my couch and <laughs> I'm hoping for the best there. Uh, yes, I moved to my chair in the spare room. Ah, uh, the spare room. <laughs> Doesn't that sound so adult? <laughs> it really does. Because oh, we have, we have uh, three rooms on our part of the house. And so we have the bedroom. Mark's got like his craft room, so like a couple of desks and like all of his crafting shit and like a nice bookshelf and then the miscellaneous room. <laughs> the spare room, the miscellaneous room. Spare room. But uh Mark got me a chair for Christmas and it was so soft. <laughs> what a grown up Christmas present. Well, because he <clears throat> bought a chair for himself when we moved here. Okay. And like his sits in the living room. To go with our two couches. <laughs> so yours can sit in the spare room. Well, because there's not room in our <laughs> living room. It's just not big enough. <laughs> but, like, I like the idea of having, like, a room just, like, with my books and a chair. And without other people. Yeah. <laughs> Even though most of my books are in the bedroom or in the living room. <laughs> well, that doesn't mean you can't bring them into the spare room. Which is what I do. I sit in my chair. <laughs> How are you? I'm just, like, picturing you, like, all cuddled up in this little chair reading books. Oh, that's precious. How (laughs) joyous. That's good. Um, Yeah, it is. (laughs) I'm okay. I'm sick, though, so (laughs) I apologize for any coughing or gross noises you hear. Um, I am also just a little bit sick. I just took a shot of Dayquil. Nice. (laughs) So I should be good. For this duration of the podcast. Well, uh, we'll see how this goes. I might be fine. I might die. Who knows? Not me. <laughs> It'll be an adventure. Is the Blair Witch going to get you? No, I live in a great big fat city. So, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> the Blair You're Witch like- has no chance. <laughs> You're more likely to be killed by Samara. I'm more likely to be killed by this fucking coronavirus, honestly. Well. <laughs> I called okay, my mom and told her I was sick, and she was like, it's the coronavirus. And I was like, please, let it be. Well, I went to my mom's this past weekend, mm-hmm. and, like, um, literally, we were leaving East Lansing, and she sends a text, and she goes, we're all sick, just so you know. And I was like, why are you telling me this now? <laughs> and she was like, your dad's got it the worst. She's like, I think he's got the coronavirus. And I was like, no, what? <laughs> Oh, good grief. I lo- <laughs> and I don't mean to joke about the coronavirus. I'm, no. I know it's like a very, very serious thing, but also like 
This reminds me of the big like Ebola outbreak. Yeah, it was like Ebola, bird flu, swine, swine flu. flu. Like what's it's, next? It's hard to take it seriously. Yes. Even though it is a very serious thing. It is very serious. I don't mean to make light of large public health risks. God, no, not at all. <laughs> but also, it's not the coronavirus. Everyone just fucking relax. No, that is not what either of us have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Brittany. No. I'm Raina. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for that intro, uh, everyone. Thanks for coming with us on that. This Almost is Chismosis and Chainsaws. <laughs> Today, we're talking about... The Blair Witch Project. The Blair Witch Project. This was your pick. I as I'm fucking sure. love the Blair Witch Project. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> do not. <laughs> uh, yeah, so 1999. What a year. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it was. I was four. Well, how much do you remember about 1999? Um... I'm pretty sure that's the year that I learned, like, my days of the weeks and my months of the year. I'm so um, proud of you. Thank it you. downhill from there. It's all been downhill since the 90s, honestly. Uh, it was pre-Y2K, and uh, we all survived that, so we can beat this coronavirus, folks. Let's do it. I was going to say, the most <laughs> that I can remember about 1999 would be Y2K and that Prince song, 1999. Yes! Oh, my Which God. Is a fucking great song. R.I.P. Prince. Truly. R.I.P. Purple Rain. That song always reminds me of Peanut Barrel. Purple Rain? Oh. Purple yeah. Rain. That makes yes. sense. <laughs> One of my absolute only things that I would ever get from PB was Purple Rain and uh, Long Islands. I mean, you gotta get a Long Island. If you're going to PB and you don't get a Long Island, what the fuck are you doing? Well, I get a Long Beach, so. Well, that's close. Yeah. Same, that's really same close. alcohol content. Yeah, that's the important piece here. I've been looking, since I left East Lansing, I've been looking for a bar with Long Islands that are as good as PB's, and I want you to know that I can't find one. (laughs) Well, I'll let Joe Bell know the next time I see him. Tell him that I said. (laughs) My friend Brittany really likes your Long Islands. She says that you did a great job and that they made her college experience. I like, um... I like the one, the one time we went to Stella's, their version of a Long Island, Ooh. but it's got, uh, it's like Hawaiian punch. Yes, Stella's punch is really good, but it's not, it's just not the same as a Long Island. It's not. It's, uh, I love Stella's punch. Someone that doesn't really like Long Islands. I love Long Islands. They're just okay. We went to, Mark and I went to Black Cat Bistro a couple Ooh, weeks ago. They're a little pricey. It was a little pricey. <laughs> How would you explain Black Cat Bistro? A little pricey. A little bit pricey. That was the first time that I've ever been in there not ah. applying. So, um, yeah, but we were going to go to Hopcat, I think. But Hopcat was really busy. I'm not surprised. It was a Friday. So, so yeah, really. <laughs> it was a Friday night at like six or seven. Everywhere was busy. And I was like, uh, my yes. only thing, I was like, I just, I don't want to go to Peanut Barrel. <laughs> Please don't make me go to Peanut Barrel. Well, because, oh, man, I'll tell you about it off. <laughs> Iconic. We don't have to get into it right now. Off recording. Uh, the <laughs> night before was not a good night. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we went to Black Cat Bistro and I was looking through the drinks and I was like, oh, wait, no, like, I got a little drunk like last night, so I'm not going to get like too crazy. 
everything in moderation. Yeah, I was like, let's, my, my body probably shouldn't have that. But so I got a Long Island because I was like, well, like, I don't, none of this. They have like really fancy cocktails there. Yes. And that's probably why they're a little bit pricey. A little bit pricey. <laughs> um, but so I got a Long Island and it was like, all I tasted was sour. <laughs> and like the waitress came by and she was like, how are the drinks? Because it was like all like top shelf booze. Yes. Like it wasn't cheap alcohol. <laughs> the cheap stuff that we put in ours at Peanut Barrel. Oh, way to ruin the magic, Raina. I mean, we have a button on a gun. Yes. It's not even Tito's that we pour. <laughs> but um, it was like Grey Goose and like a whole bunch of other high shelf shit. And I was like, well, you know, like, oh, let's let's just go for it. Because Mark was like, <laughs> we were severely underdressed because we had been planning on Hopcat. <laughs> but he was like, you know, like, let's let's just go for it. He's like, we don't ever, like, go out, like, just the two of us, like, for somewhere nice. I was like, that's very sweet. And I was like, all right. That is I will very get, sweet. <laughs> I will get the expensive Long Island, not the $6 one from Peanut Barrel. It was like 12 bucks. Oh, my fuck. But yeah, it was like all sour, and the waitress was like, "How's that? How's your drink?" And I was like, "It's all sour. Thanks for I was asking. Like, it's okay." <laughs> like she could tell it's that I wasn't. It's okay. Because my immediate reaction is to not say that anything's wrong, <laughs> right? And she was like, "Oh, well, you know, like it's a little bit strong." And I was like, "Actually, no. like it's <laughs> like it's it's really not that." I was like, "It's it doesn't taste like the proportions are correct." Oh. <laughs> And she was like, "Oh, well, that's weird." Just, then I told her it was a little bit too sour, and she's like, "Oh, I'll just bring you like a side, like a side of Coke, so you can like pour it in." And I was like, "That would be fantastic, thank you." <laughs> and it made a big difference. And then Mark made fun of me because he was like, "That was a really big step." <laughs> and he messaged Randy, and he was like, "She actually said that something was wrong with what she had." I'm proud of you. I want it on the record. I'm so <laughs> proud of you. I never want to be a nuisance that's we could really we could unpack that let's not do it on recording <laughs> i don't want to be really a nuisance in like as a customer somewhere be, yes. being on the other side of that like, but also but also i should say if something's wrong you should absolutely <laughs> say if something is wrong you're paying and money for things i had they had a really good bread basket and i had a Ooh. delicious burger <laughs> I have never had their food. Um, I went there. (laughs) I went there on St. Patrick's Day one year in college. Uh, That was the night before I got kicked out of Harper's and almost died. died. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's the night before I got kicked out of Harper's. Um, That's the story of how I got my really cool denim Calvin Klein hat. We went, shit, where did we, I think we went to Harper's, and then we went to Black Cat, and then we ended up at um, Spiral. I almost said Rumors, and I was like, that's not right. <laughs> um, we ended up at Spiral, and that's the story of how I got my super cool Calvin Klein denim hat. I feel like I'm missing pieces, but okay. <laughs> um, Julia had some guy with her who was a real fucking douche. Sounds about right. And he was Story like, checks out. <laughs> you're like, uh, can confirm. Um, <clears throat> but he said something to me like while we were drinking about like, 
you're the most lit person here and you're really just like bringing the party and here, take this. You deserve it. And I was like, no, no, no. I can't possibly take your hat. One, that's fucking weird. Two, like, what the fuck? He's like, no, here, I want you to have it. And so I took it and I looked it up later and this is like, like a 40 or $50 hat. Um, And I was like, "Mm, well, I look like a really cool lesbian now. So that's great. (laughs) Um, It's one of my favorite pieces of clothing that I own and I don't wear it nearly often enough. (laughs) I I feel like I look really cool in it. And even if I don't actually look cool, I feel cool. You feel like it. And that's good enough. No, I get it. So okay. anyway, back to the Blair Witch Project. Now that we're 12 minutes in, <laughs> we've talked a lot about the local bar scene in East Lansing. Uh, R.I.P. <laughs> Can't relate. <laughs> uh, that's probably, if I had to pick one thing other than the people that I went to school with, the thing that I miss most about college is the bars. <laughs> I miss my bars. Uh, we have a loose plan to go out because Kendra's birthday is the second. Ooh. Wait, maybe it's the third. Ooh, you better get it right. You're on recording. I'm pretty sure Kendra I mean, listens, so. <laughs> she wouldn't be mad. That's not who she is. <laughs> and I'm a hell of a lot closer. Randy gets it confused with, like, the end of the month. So. Ooh. He and Mark are both so bad with birthdays. And if they're listening, they can't even deny it because they know it's true. They know it's true. But yeah, so we're planning on going out. Um, but also, spring break is next week, so we're really hoping that everyone will be going to be gone. Yes! Uh, Fingers crossed. Yes, I love that. I'm sending good vibes your way. I hope all the kids are gone so that you guys can go out and get drunk in peace. I appreciate it, hopefully. <laughs> all right, 13 minutes in. All right, so... <laughs> This film premiered at Sundance, you were saying. Yes, January 1999, um, which is crazy that it premiered at Sundance. I can't imagine this film being at Sundance, but I can also perfectly imagine this film being at Sundance. Do you know what I mean? Yes, (laughs) 100%. (laughs) So, yeah, so it premiered at Sundance, 1999. And then it was released in July after, like, they sold it to whoever, I think. Who did they sell it to? Artisan Entertainment bought it for $1.1 million. What was the budget on this? The budget for this was 60000 That's it? You can't even buy a house for that. <laughs> I'm sure in 1999 you could have bought, a, like, in an okay house. Probably. $60,000. How much money did this movie make? It made... Are you ready? It made 24... Two, God, can I speak? What's wrong with me? I'm just looking at numbers and reading them. <laughs> it <laughs> like, made that's, that's $248.6 Holy shit! Yeah. That's crazy! Yeah. Oh my god. These were just three kids with a couple of cameras out in the fucking woods. Yeah, and like it uh, wasn't like a full script either. No. Oh, it was like basically it, just improv. Yes. They got prompts. They were like, okay, <laughs> here's what's it. happening. Yeah. That's <laughs> fucking wild. Crazy. Yeah. Holy that's shit. So much money. Well, and this became, I didn't know, I knew that it was a successful movie. 
obviously like it has permeated pop culture like everyone knows what the Blair Witch Project is and it's in like it's referenced in everything <laughs> like it's referenced in Juno for Christ's sake like also referenced in the Jimmy Neutron movie oh my god and the Scooby Doo gang Doo had their own spin off on it like it's in Scary Movie like it's everyone knows about the Blair Witch Project. Everyone has seen the Blair Witch Project. And if you haven't, you're a well, fucking loser and you need I to watch can, it. I can name four people that I could probably guarantee haven't seen it. I mean, if I thought about it, I probably also could think of people who haven't seen the Blair Witch Project, but I stand by what I said. <laughs> you need to watch it. I disagree. Well, <laughs> we're going to have to agree to disagree because I think you're fucking wrong there. <laughs> Even if it's just for the pop culture element of it, so you know what the fuck people are talking about. I don't know. It's spooky. It's delightful. I love it. Agree to disagree. <laughs> All right. Well, good enough. <laughs> I'll settle for it. Um, this was set in 1994. Yes. In Maryland. In a town called Burkittsville, which used to be called Blair. Like, when the town was originally settled. And we are following these three, I'm assuming, college kids. Yeah. While they're shooting this documentary about this local legend, the Blair Witch. And honestly, as soon as they get there, it is all downhill. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, pretty much. There is not a single moment in this movie where you're not like damn something bad is about to happen (laughs) which I think really sets you up uh, for success for this movie there's no gray area there you're like damn this is fucked there's a part where it's like during one of the talking head interviews and they're talking to these two guys while they're fishing or something okay and the it's like a a younger guy and like his <coughs> dad or some older guy that I don't I hope those two people aren't related. I hope it's I pictured them as just like local townspeople. I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't tell you what their relationship was, but like the older guy because uh, Heather's talking to the younger guy and then the older guy goes, Oh, you kids just don't know when like just leave it alone. Damn fool kids will never learn, is the quote. <laughs> Thank you. I gotcha. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, that's it, man. Just, just stop. <laughs> just three white kids, white kidding around. Well, because it's also, it's like, uh, it's like in the ring where Rachel goes to, what's his face, to the, to the farm. Oh, and he's yes. like, you coming here proves that it's not over. He's like, you reporters just want to damn full reporters will never learn yeah it's like you want to take someone's like sadness or grief and you want to make the rest of the world experience it yeah and that's kind of what this is kind of and on the one hand i want to be ashamed of it but on the other hand (laughs) um (laughs) i love it so can't show me your grief show me your trauma show me your grief like that Lady Gaga song. You know. What? Have you ever heard the Lady Gaga song Teeth? Where she's like, show me your teeth? No. Okay, well, you need to listen to it. It's not great. 
it's uh, very early Gaga. I was like, <clears throat> if I don't know it, then I don't think it's good. It's not I, I like Lady Gaga. But yeah, there's a part where she's like, show me your teeth. So instead of show me your teeth, it's show me your grief. I don't like that. Oh, well, you know, we live and we learn. <laughs> <laughs> the <clears throat> One of the things that I thought was really interesting about this movie and that I've always been absolutely fascinated by is the lore. And we talked about this while we were planning. And a lot of it doesn't quite piece together. No, nothing does. Which very... is very funny. Um, I'm going to interject and Please do. reference the Scooby-Doo project again. I am going to fight you. <laughs> oh, my God. It's the funniest thing. But so, like, during those talking heads, during the Scooby-Doo project, like, every person is talking about, like, a different monster or, like, bad guy that they fought. Like, one of them talks about, like, the... Um, it sounds like I hate that I know the names of these, but I promise it's because of the live action. <laughs> is it though? It is. But one of them, it sounds like he's talking about like the cotton can- candy monster from the second one, and then like one of them sounds like he's talking about like the the like zombie ghost ship captain guy, and then one of them sounds like they're yes. talking about like like they all they're all obviously the Lord doesn't match up, and that's something that they reference in it. They're like. They're like driving to the woods, and Velma's like, "Well, nothing made sense. That wasn't the same story that anyone was telling, and that's literally what this is." But at least it's funny in the Scooby Doo. <laughs> How do you really feel on it? <laughs> I don't like this movie. Um, I we also while we were planning, you and I also talked about the like the lore that this is based off of and I think it really exactly no I think that that's why it's an important part to bring up though because like in real life lore doesn't always fucking match up history is a fucked up mess and nobody really keeps good records on things because everyone's like oh no I'll remember that or no I'll just (laughs) tell somebody about that and it's like the world's worst game of telephone where, like, somebody sees it happen, and then as it gets passed down the generations, it's everyone's like, what the fuck happened? I have no clue. So I think I like that little, like, nugget of historical accuracy, I guess. Because none of this lore, like, you really have to try to piece all of this together yourself. Which is crazy that you <laughs> like this. Yes, as because someone who you normally hated it I... in the ring. Yes. So here's why. All right, if we're going to get into this, I don't... Isn't that the point? Isn't that the point? <laughs> Otherwise, if that's what, what are we doing, doing What are we doing here? I don't think either of us fully understand it. <laughs> I think that the, the lore being presented outright to me in The Blair Witch Project was helpful. I liked that they were like, here's this story, and here's this story, and here's this story, and here's this story. <laughs> and... Here's maybe how some of them could be connected, but ultimately it's up to you. But like, there's probably a right way that these are connected. You're going to have to use your imagination a little bit. With the ring, it was like, here's a chunk of a chunk of a story. And then I'm going to go for like a half an hour. And then here's another piece of a different story. And then I'm going to go for another 15 minutes. And then here's another chunk of a third separate independent story that seems not at all related to the first two. 
I just, I don't understand why you couldn't follow that storyline. It was so <laughs> difficult. I think it maybe if really I rewatched it, it we can reevaluate if I ever rewatch it. I don't think I will, <laughs> but who knows? Who's to say? <clears throat> this the... lore is oh, way worse. I'm looking at my notes and I, there's question marks all over the paper. I find this lore to be, again, a lot more. Like, I thought that this was easier to follow than the ring, and I felt like this was a lot more believable (laughs) of all of the, like, spooky, scary ghost stories that we've talked about. This old woman getting thrown into the woods after being accused of witchcraft, I think, is a lot more believable than these people adopting a psychic girl who turns out to be a fucking crazy person. Nothing in this movie makes sense to me, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know how in, the, in the Nightmare on Elm Street episode, I talked about how many times I wrote down Iconic? Yes. Now, I want you to imagine how many times I wrote down Iconic, and then I want you to replace it with question, question marks, marks, and then that's going to be my notes on Blair Witch Project. <laughs> Just so you can really visualize. What are you, other than the lore, like, what are you confused about? It's like, the what... lore, it's the timeline. You said they were in there for seven days. That I didn't get that. <laughs> it's hard to follow if you're not, like, writing it down and paying attention to it. I literally counted. Shouldn't I be it's able daytime? to watch a movie? <laughs> you're, like, pretty Isn't your biggest your pet peeve? Argument? Is that I should just be able to watch a movie? If you count how many days and how many nights they're out there, that's Why how you know that. that. If you want to know how long they were fucking out there, what, what do you want from me? I literally, I wrote down, okay, well, it's daytime now. Okay, now it's nighttime. Now it's daytime. Now it's nighttime. And I counted this and they were out there for seven days and seven nights and they died on night number seven. Lucky number. Seven days. <laughs> I'm so angry. Yeah, well, <laughs> that makes two of us now. Now I'm mad. Um, I, I, I love this lore. I thought this I lore was great. I think it's great. Well, and I think I keep falling back on this, but I love, like, because this is such a small town, nobody wants to fucking talk to these college kids about anything. They're like, who are you? No, you don't get access to our like our lore and our like stories and shit. And then the people who do tell them, they're like, well, it could be this, but it could be this. Really, who knows? I think that you just have a soft spot for when small towns are involved. I do, and I have and a soft I think spot that that for when <laughs> in these movies. I have a soft spot for when small towns are involved, and I have a soft spot for when people are in the woods. <laughs> and that's really... Because now that I'm thinking about it, all of my scary movies, or close to all of them, take place in the woods. With the exception of, like, Amityville. But really, but all of the other... nowhere for that. Uh, sort. I mean, like, they're in a suburb. There's no one near them, man. <laughs> it looked like there were houses on their block, but, like, 
nobody wants to talk to anybody else and I don't blame them. <laughs> it seemed like kind of a small suburb or more of like a like a seasonal type area. Does that make sense? Yeah. So really, who knows? I think we should camp. Get the fuck out of here. Why? Because you don't know where we're going? No, because I think we're still a ways off from the car and it's going to be getting dark real soon. Look, I'm not saying for certain. We we're might not be... camping here. Get Maybe we're near the Turn car. The Maybe we're near the car. Home. Give me the fucking map. Give me the map. Heather, give me the map. Turn the camera off. Give me the Turn map. Turn the camera off and get us home. No, I'm not turning the camera off. I want to. I want to. I want to mark this occasion. Give me the map. The map is in my pocket. You're gonna have to wait a second. You want to see the map? God Shush. If we keep our heads together, we'll be just fine. Fucking bullshit. Mike, chill. Just relax, Mike. Don't fucking tell me to relax. Let's walk up, find a tree to sit under or some shit, check yes, the map. Yes, can we find a place to sit to check the map, please? All right, so lore aside, <laughs> regardless of your feelings on the lore, <laughs> the important takeaways from this, or like, I guess maybe the easier pieces of this to follow, are the relationships between the three people that go out into these woods so we have heather who's the director yeah and then we have mike and josh and it seems like heather and josh were friends already yes and then mike just kind of got pulled into this whether that was heather's idea or josh's idea i am unclear um but at any rate these are three college aged white kids going into (laughs) the woods in rural nowhere yes and just fucking shit up well i think more accurately i think they're getting their shit fucked up but yes (laughs) (laughs) um i thought that the relationship you mentioned that the relationship between josh and heather was initially supposed to be that josh had a thing for heather like in the original script yes so uh listeners fun fact if you like are watching something on amazon video on your laptop if you pause it at the right time it'll give you like whatever different it's called the x-ray feature yeah like just general trivia about different stuff different scenes whether it's the actors or whatever's happening at the time and I paused it when Josh was like fully breaking down. It's like right before he gets haha. Uh-huh, which time taken? <laughs> right before he gets taken, and he's like just yelling at Heather and like getting all up in her face with the camera. But yeah, it said that original like concept ideas had him having a thing for her. It didn't say anything about her reciprocating at all. Which I think is pretty... Like, that makes it even more cliche. Yeah. But that's uh, that's what it's also said, was that the writers decided to cut it because they thought that it was too cliche to have that happen. Which I'm glad that it wasn't in there. Same. I think that would have ruined it. Yeah, I liked that they were just friends. Yes. Or, I mean, up until a certain point. Really. <laughs> They were friends until they really weren't. Which, I mean, <clears throat> it makes it worse how Josh turns on her. Mm-hmm. 
Because sure like does. I, I could understand that like her and Mike don't know each other. Yeah. They're not close. There's no reason for him to be forgiving at all. Right. Because he really just gets dragged into the situation. And he's the one that's kind of well, he... like <laughs> He agreed to this. He agreed to it, but like he He agreed to a scouted out project. <laughs> Which is true. Like, that's, I don't blame him <laughs> for being mad. I don't think he should have. Wait, he's the one that kicks it in, right? Yes, he kicks the fucking map into the creek after he bitches and moans <laughs> and whines and complains that they're fucking lost. You know what's about to get you even more lost? Not having a goddamn map. I'm gonna jump in real quick and say that in the Scooby Doo project. Oh my god. <laughs> Instead of Shaggy kicking the map in, he and Scooby eat it. (laughs) (laughs) I want to be mad, but that's what a Shaggy and Scooby move. (laughs) Yeah, so they're like... uh Did they do it on purpose, or was it an accident? No, they did it. Not like like we don't want the map, but like, they're like, well, we were hungry. (laughs) Oh my god. It's it's like... um, Daphne's filming like because Velma and Fred are arguing they're like wait don't you have the map and Fred's like well, no I gave it back to you after I looked at it I gave it back to you I swear I did and she's like I don't have it where is it and then it cuts to Shaggy just laughing and standing there with Scooby and he's like like we ate it man he's like oh my it god wasn't useful anyway and they're just like laughing <laughs> I I'm really mad because that's uh, that's exactly how that scene plays out in so the funny. lunch project. <laughs> oh my god. When we're done with this, I'm going to have to watch the Scooby-Doo project. It's so funny. I love it <laughs> so much. But yeah, um, so Mike kicks the map in the river. And then Josh and Heather are both like yelling at him, right? Obviously. As one does. As one would. But, like, even after that, like, Mike is still the one that's like, Josh, like, stop. Just leave her alone, man. Like, we're all here. (laughs) Can't we just... We're all in this together. You're welcome. (laughs) Yeah, thanks. (laughs) But, like, yeah, Mike's the one that's like, we just need to get out of here, like... This isn't going to go smoothly. Or it's going to go worse. <laughs> this not... isn't going to... You're going to have a bad time. <laughs> it's going to go worse. It's going to be more <laughs> difficult if you're just going to be fucking screaming at her the whole time. Well. I mean... He's right, but also... Like, I see both sides to this really and truly. I will say, I probably would have sacrificed Mike to the Blair Witch off the bat. Um, <laughs> just because... Just because I think one dead bodies probably would have appeased the witch for a little while. Two, <laughs> he kicked the goddamn map into the creek. Like, what a fucking prick! What an <laughs> asshole move! Like, yeah. you are the person. Like the entire time, Mike is the person who's complaining about. We're lost. We're lost. We don't know where we're going. You don't know where we are. So that adds into this idea of, like, not believing women. 
when Heather's like, no, we're not fucking lost. I know where we're going. Leave me alone. This whole time, Mike is throwing an absolute fucking fit like an infant. And then he's like, you know what? No, fuck you and fuck your map and fuck this whole project. (laughs) And he throws in the crit. Like, I would have killed him. (laughs) And I would have been like, all right, Blair Witch. He's for you. Excuse me, ma'am. Here you are. Have we appeased thee? (laughs) Just a ritual all over again. Yes. Yes. I love it. I don't. We, (laughs) and you and I talked about this too. So, like, I think that this movie is probably where my interest, like, we've talked about how I'm super interested in, like, occult things. I think that they're so spooky and so interesting, and they just, like, they make my skin crawl, but they also make me want to read and learn and, like, figure all that out. Because human beings, bottom line here is human beings are so fucking weird. Oh, yeah, like, for sure. Human beings love a ritual, and anything will do. And in the, a lot of people's opinion, the spookier the better. And I just think it's fascinating. And I think that this movie is probably where all of that got started. <laughs> I was like, damn, that's fucking scary. Let's read a bunch <laughs> of books about it. Like, I wish that I liked this like you do. <laughs> I also wish you liked this like I do. <laughs> this is how, the way that you feel right now is how I felt about The Ring. <laughs> that was at least a well-made movie. I disagree. <laughs> this movie's budget was so low and it made so much money that really, it was worth it. Uh, I just like, I did make a note, I think, one of my problems with found footage films, which, like, this was, there were, I read that there were some that came before it, but, like, this is what really launched it. Yes. You know? Because um, it was pre-Paranormal Activity, pre-VHS, my favorites. Uh, the love them. Footage. Yes. Because they're so fucking weird. It doesn't they're them. creepy. Yeah. But um, I wrote, I every time I watch a found footage film I'm like you know and I realize my one of my big issues with them is like who edited this <laughs> Ooh, like actually who put this movie together who put this together because it's not like they had like computers in the fucking woods well no but the whole premise of the Blair Witch Project was like people thought fa- like these kids went missing and somebody found like they found their footage and i just i guess i just always imagined like <laughs> when you find the footage it's like a like a creepy pasta thing where you just sit and watch it and hope for the best and then you call the cops because you're like oh fuck i think these kids might be dead <laughs> <laughs> but like someone had to sit and someone had to edit this because it's not unless this is all the they... works Unless this is all that they filmed, though. But they like, still had to put it together. <laughs> and that's my issue with, like, the paranormal activities as well. Like, someone edited that. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Mm. I don't know. I think I need some time to think on it. <laughs> I need to unpack that. It's on my own time. It's a big problem. 
with these types of movies. Yeah, I didn't know I had a problem with it, and now that you bring it up, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's <laughs> a fair point. Which, like, doesn't discredit. I mean, it's it's an easy... It's a cheap way to make a movie. Sure is. I mean... 60 grand. Yeah. God. <laughs> I know people with more student loans than that. hey Like, that's nothing. For me choking. For to go back to Heather, because she, yeah. I think she is such an. Int- I hated the way you just said yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just said yeah. What? <laughs> it sounded like you were like, uh huh, yes. Oh, like, like fuck Heather. <laughs> I was like, like okay, all right. Sorry. We don't have to go back to Heather if you don't want to. It's just my voice. <laughs> I think that this whole like clear like she's the only of the three of them she's the only woman out there you mentioned that she like packed a knife out with her because she was uneasy about spending the night with these two dudes yeah the actress where did you oh my god i thought you meant like the character i was like i don't remember seeing that in the footage anywhere (laughs) no the the actress did that Good for you, bitch. That makes this so much better. Ah, thank you for clarifying that. <laughs> I thought that was clear to you. No, I'm sorry. Again, nothing is ever clear to me. I really need my hand held through <laughs> most things. God. And yet you like this. <laughs> and I do. I really, really do. Um, I wanted to talk about how, like, there's still, even in this scary movie, there's still this idea of, like, do we believe her? Don't we believe her? Can she be trusted? So <clears throat> she's the navigator. She's in charge of getting them in and out. And the whole, like, she's supposed to be the director of this movie. Yes. But they don't believe her when she's like, no, I know where the fuck I'm going. <laughs> Which really, we could unpack that all day long of like whether the map was correct, whether she was lying about being lost whether the witch was manipulating where they were because we find out, spoiler alert, in the second movie that the witch can, like, fuck with your sense of time and stuff. So she could probably fuck with your sense of direction and all kinds of other things, too. Um, I think that even in the face of pretty much certain death, it's really clear that there's still some very sexist overtones that these, like, these men have carried with them into this yeah. woods. And really, they have nothing to gain here. Into the woods. They have nothing to gain from, like, from being gross and sexist. And yet, here we all are. Yeah. And she, I think there's a lot of debate on whether or not she is a sympathetic character or not. I feel bad for Heather. She's (laughs) the one that I feel the worst for. Do you think that you would feel less sympathetic for her if she was a man? Probably. That was, yeah, that was my note. It was, half of my notes are trying to piece together this fucking lore. I love the lore. (laughs) And then the other half of my notes is just me talking about Heather. Because, like, she was hated. (laughs) They hated her. (coughs) I loved her. She was the only, 
do you remember when we watched the ritual and I was we were discussing Lord of the Flies and I was like this would never happen with women. Yes. This moves to that idea. <laughs> like this would never happen to women. I think that it would be a very different story if it was all men or all women in the woods. I think if it was all men, it would very quickly deteriorate into Lord of the Flies. I think with women, it would be a lot darker and a lot sadder. A lot what? Darker and a lot sadder. Sadder. I thought you said fatter, and I was like, what? <laughs> You're like, Brittany, that's rude. I was like, what does that, what, what does that have to mean? do with anything? And I was like, explain <laughs> that. What could you possibly mean by that? <laughs> I'm um, confused. Yes. As you were for most of this movie. <sighs> yeah. To say the fucking least. Do you think that they, in your opinion, do you think that they actually were lost and that Heather, like, didn't know where they were? Or do you think that the witch fucked them up? So that's my, that's definitely my opinion, is that the witch was just manipulating it. Okay. I, and it's also something that we talked about pre-recording, because you mentioned that, like, you turn your volume way up for this one because like there's so many like quiet noises happening in the background yes very easy to miss it and they talk about the noises they they're talk like the noises. did you hear that and i'm like no what are you talking no about? i didn't I what like did watching, you hear it's like watching those bad ghost hunter shows you're like <laughs> what no up, demons man, it's me hear. your boy <laughs> no actually i didn't hear someone just say their name and their age sorry <laughs> their name and their age how oddly specific but um fuck yeah um that was my other thing was that you said that at some point she's some point when they're running during the night yeah they're like the tent being shaken that she's like did, did you, you hear guys, that baby did you hear the baby crying and, and mike says like, i haven't heard anything since we ran away yeah and i brought up the point i was like i think that and it might just be a cop out it might just be me trying to <laughs> kill <laughs> Excuses for this Make movie. Excuses for this movie, and whatever holes that it might have in the plot, that um, the witch is probably making them hear different things. Ooh, that like, I really um, like that explanation. <laughs> which again, you know, it might just be it might be a cop out. It might be me just making up excuses, making up bullshit. But um, I think that, and it's something that's. I don't remember a lot about this sequel, but Ugh, can't I can't wait do remember. to watch the sequel. <laughs> I really don't want to watch this. That might be my next pick. We'll see. <sighs> Please give me a break from the Blair Witch. <laughs> would you rather have a break or would you rather have it done and over with, though? I think I would rather have a break, honestly. Oh, I'm giving you a break. I've already got the next one picked. I'm giving you a break from Freddy Krueger. I was fully anticipating another Freddy Krueger movie. No, I, I want you to just think about uh, think about my girl Nancy Thompson for a bit. Nancy Thompson. Before we go into my main male scream queen, Jesse. But um, okay. yeah, I think that it's it's shown in the sequel. That's the only thing I remember is that it's that she can manipulate time. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <clears throat> but, I think because um, it's oh, the only sorry. thing I remember is that. That's what it was. Yeah. But it's so we the whole point is that like she's essentially like fucking all powerful witch. 
we don't know what she's capable of. And Bless I think her. that it would be an easy way for her to turn the guys on Heather by making her hear things that what a s- the guys aren't. <clears throat> what a strong female character the Blair Witch is. <laughs> she's, the kind of- she's the final girl I've been looking for my whole life. <laughs> Honestly, she is the strong <laughs> female. Prescott, who? Who? <laughs> She is the uh, kind of movie character representation that I think all little girls need to see. <laughs> so they have someone to look up to. She ties men up and murders them. She kills people who invade her woods. Like, really, truly <laughs> could not ask for a better role model than the Blair Witch. <laughs> I love her. God, I love her. Um, to go back, I want to talk about the noises that they hear. In the woods, like in the, the night, into the woods, they never hear anything during the daytime, which makes okay. sense. The woods by themselves, I know we've discussed this, we've unpacked it a million, million times. You've never <laughs> spent a night in the woods. To yes, it. we will keep talking about it. You've it's never our spent. Podcast. Yeah, <laughs> this is our podcast, and we'll talk about whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> you have never spent a night in the woods, and I have spent many nights in the woods. Yes. There are definitely noises during the daytime, but they're not nearly as scary as you would expect because there's the daylight and you can look around and see things. Yeah, you're like, oh, okay. That That could be anything. Yeah, it could be anything, but I'll see it before it gets me. Yeah. At night, the same, the exact same noises have a whole nother, like... It's a different vibe. It's a whole nother mood. It's a whole (laughs) nother vibe. You're like fuck was that a deer or was that someone out here to kill me or was that loki's bastard son we don't know <laughs> was that hooting noise an owl or was it the blair witch coming after me i don't know <laughs> um and i do every t- i've seen this movie so many times i love this movie and i turn up the volume pretty high every single time because i'm always terrified that i'm gonna miss it and I think every time, no, this is going to be the time that I hear the noises that they're talking about. The only noises that I was able, like, I always watch things with subtitles because I like to oh, eat. yeah, it's just easy. <laughs> I like to eat while I uh, watch movies. And sometimes I miss things. So I'm like, oh, at least I know what they said. I like to eat. I like to talk to whoever. Like, I'm yes. doing other things. I it's have just to nice. have subtitles on. Yeah. The doesn't matter what I'm watching. Only noises that I really heard were the fourth night that they were out there. Um, Amazon had labeled them as eerie voice and voice laughing. Me? It was Raina, circa 1994. <laughs> Just in the woods. You had not even been born yet. In 99? Oh, Well, this was set in 94. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> like, You're like, I was born in 95. What do you want from me? Um, <laughs> but a lot of the other like a lot of the other noises that they are allegedly hearing so like right before that there was distant whispering voices eerie hooting um, there's a hooty, lot hooty 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 hoot I don't know if you're going to be able to hear me <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of spooky things that they're like allegedly hearing the only two that i as a as a viewer 
was ever able to hear were the eerie voice and the voice laughing. Okay. And that's both of those are right before when they're in the tent on the fourth night, they get their tent shaken really, really hard. And they all run out and they're screaming and they pass. Apparently they pass something because Heather yells, what the fuck is that? And I also didn't see anything. We could also. Maybe it's a cop out. We don't know. We don't. Who is to say? <laughs> and then... I would love to talk to. Yes. People that made this movie. Yes. Same. Say, what were you doing? What were you doing? Help me unpack this. Explain. Explain yourself. Um, <laughs> but that's also right before they get into, like, did you hear that baby screaming? And no, I haven't heard anything since we ran away. So, right. like, that night is kind of when shit really hits the fan. And that's the first time that we, as viewers, or at least I, as a viewer, have been able to hear any of the noises that they're talking about. Which I think is really saying something because at that point they've already been out there for, this is their fourth night. So. And they've already, like, they're already stressed. (laughs) This is the day beforehand um, was when they see the weird, scary dolls, the, like, stick figure things hanging up everywhere. (laughs) That still stresses me out to this day. No, no, it's it's very spooky. I'm thinking about Scooby-Doo again. Sorry, in the in the Scooby Doo project, <laughs> so they were they were uh, little blips during the commercials between the this Scooby Doo Where Are You marathon on Halloween, just little clips, and it would say the Scooby Doo project on the screen when it was done, when that clip was done, and underneath it, instead of the stick figures, it was a stick figure of a dog. Was it like a whole dog or like the dog's face? Like a dog's no, it was head. like a whole dog. That's really cute. I'm going to see if I can find a picture of this, actually. Yeah, you can find it on their Wikipedia. On their Wikipedia. I think that would have made this a whole lot less scary. Instead of people. (laughs) I would have been like, Scooby-Doo, where are you? (laughs) Are you looking it up now? I am right now. (laughs) Oh, that's really cute. Yeah, it's adorable. Very funny to me sorry oh wow and then there's shaggy facing the corner no thanks yeah that's what it was man that part is still that still makes me nervous but the stick (laughs) figures are fine (laughs) i don't like that sorry i interrupted (laughs) your rant because i was just thinking (laughs) sorry i interrupted your rant about these fucking stick figures in the woods Brittany. (laughs) did i ever tell you about the time that a couple of friends and i went out to and you saw the beach and i saw one and i fucking panicked for me (laughs) i didn't take them for you i took them no yeah and then you were like look at this look at this thing (laughs) i was like you're not allowed to talk to me anymore (laughs) this was before i saw the bear witch project but I knew that this is some shit. You knew that it was shit. a thing. Yes. Because it was it's big enough that, yeah. Yep. Um, and clearly I had not seen the Blair Witch Project yet because I... You would have freaked out. I, well, worse. yes, I would have freaked out. My two friends were panicked. Mackenzie and Dakota were just like, oh my god. But like an absolute fucking fool of a young white student child that I was. Yes, I was in college at the time, so uh, still a child. I took it down and I threw it off the cliff that we were standing on. Ridiculous. Well, I'm not dead yet, so. 
really. <laughs> this was years ago. It's going to come back and get me probably, but at this point, why not? I've already got the coronavirus. What do I have to lose? <laughs> You're the Josh of the group. You're the one that's going to go first. I never made that connection until I was <laughs> doing research for this episode that it was Josh that knocks over the first pile of rocks and Heather yeah. is like, what the fuck is wrong with you? So <laughs> Yeah, man, I agree. So he was the first one to die and she was the last one. Yeah. And poor Mike is just somewhere in the middle, like an absolute <laughs> fuckwad. Mike's just out there. I hate Mike. I hate Josh. <laughs> the only character that has a shred of my sympathy is Heather, and that's because, like, I can't imagine being her. Yeah. It's 100%. It's sympathy. <laughs> <laughs> More than anything else, yes. Like, she's she's annoying as hell, but it's it's fully just i feel it's justifiable yeah i don't blame her for literally any of the choices that she makes all of her choices to me seem logical as logical as one could be in that situation yes yes like if i were to get plugged into that situation i hope that i would make decisions as as intelligent as heather did i know that i would probably be the first one to die but i hope that i would be the heather of the group and not the josh of the group i just feel like my whole thing with this, with the premise of this, is I understand they're wanting to make a documentary, right? Yes. That's, that's the fictional premises. But, um, like, can't you just interview people? Why do you have to go in the woods? Can't we just talk about it? Like, you went snooping around in these woods. I can't say that I blame the Blair Witch for coming after you. Well, her whole thing is, yeah, she kills people who trespass in her woods. Yeah, just talk to people about it. Read and the some people books. in Look the, at the graves. You don't have to go in there. The people in the town warn them about it too. They're like, I don't you know. know. I wouldn't do it. The the mom who's standing there is like, listen, I you know, I wouldn't say I believe in the Blair Witch, but I definitely believe hard enough to not go into to those fucking woods. I did write during that, I said, I'm the little kid yelling at her mom trying <laughs> no! to cover up. <laughs> She's like, it's just a story. It's not true. And it's true. It's true. That's, yeah, that's us. Mm-hmm. I'm the mom, and you were that little kid. I'm the kid going, no, stop talking about it. Stop talking about the Blair Witch. And I'm like, no, it's true. Which, like, what an omen. And Heather says it. She's like, well, that's not a good sign. Yes. And it's like, yeah, dude, it's not. It's Don't not. go in the woods. <sighs> The spooky shit is happening inside the woods. That's always where it's happening. Not always. Sometimes it's in your dreams. Yeah, I prefer it be there. No, I'd prefer it in the woods. At least then I know it's real. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you can do better than that. Guys, we have things to prepare for. Okay, here's your motivation. You're lost. You're angry in the woods. And no one here is here to help you. There's a fucking witch and she keeps leaving shit outside your door. There's no one here to help you. She left little trinkets. You fucking took one of them. She ran after us. There's no one here to help you. We walked for 15 hours today. We ended up in the same place. There's no one here to help you. That's your motivation. That's your motivation. Your own, like, issues with this movie aside, I know you don't like this movie. Not particularly. If you had to pick a part of this movie... You were like, nope, that was the scariest part. What would be your like your take on the scariest part of this movie? I think there there are two parts that I 
am kind of spooked by in this movie. Not enough to be like, ah, that was really good. Or I'm really scared. But, like, <laughs> not enough for, to like... be redeeming qualities. No, not quite. But like, it's it's spooky when the end, when she goes down in the basement and you hear like Josh screaming and Mike goes down and she sees him in the corner. That's spooky to me. Um, but I also keep thinking about the Scooby-Doo project and Shaggy standing in the corner. <laughs> I swear Which is, to God. It's almost scarier seeing it. <laughs> <laughs> because on the one hand, you're like, Shaggy, what are you doing? No. You're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I know that realistically, these characters are not going to die because they are cartoons and it's a still Cartoon Network, but it's spooky seeing him face the corner. <laughs> I don't think you've probably got a lot more sympathy for Shaggy than you do for Mike and Heather. So. Oh, I do. <laughs> <laughs> for any of the mystery gang yes i have more sympathy for them would you feel more sympathetic or like would you still feel sympathetic if it was scrappy do like what are your thoughts on so that was i fucking hate scrappy do okay Um, he is the he's the voice that they hear in the woods (laughs) shut up they hear him calling for scooby and trying to find him oh my god (laughs) I can't wait to watch this so we can unpack this on our own time, but like, bro. It's so funny. That that could honestly be its own episode. Maybe that's <laughs> what I'll pick instead of the movie instead that I haven't <laughs> I just picked the Scooby-Doo project. Where did you watch this? Uh, just on YouTube. It's okay. Um, it's weirdly like spliced together, any of the different videos that I watched, because I tried to find like the best one. Yeah. But, um, weirdly spliced together because like it's little short ads and so in between like every scene is the like title card will you do you is it still like in your search history or whatever yeah like would you be able to access it thank you all but um yeah so her going into the basement is pretty scary but also there's something to be said for just there's maybe one of my problems with it is also there's like no gore we don't see <laughs> anything happen. Okay. So the scariest and probably like my favorite part is her finding Josh's like teeth and hair and his you said a bit of his tongue and like a yes. finger. It's a finger. Like, that's all that was left was a finger. <laughs> Reyes has been playing uh he just recently bought a used copy of like the first Lego Harry Potter game. Oh god. And so when I was visiting, he was like, you have to help me because I don't know the story past, like, the first one. He's like, oh, he knows. He's not a big reader. And both him and Reka have stayed away from Harry Potter because that's my thing. Their natural predisposition is to not want to watch or read them. I am heartbroken. And neither, neither of them are big on reading. I'm Which absolutely is heartbroken. Disappointing. But like yeah. um, that's a whole nother one. Yeah. That's that's a private conversation. But yeah, so <laughs> he just recently completed he would he I helped him finish Chamber of Secrets and then get through Prisoner of Azkaban. But yeah, like while it's happening, he's like, Okay, so what am I supposed to do next? He's supposed like, to look for the thing to happen. <laughs> And I'm, like, explaining to him, and my dad was on the couch, and he's like, I don't know what's happening. And I'm, like, explaining, and he's like, wait, so that's a man? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's Peter Pettigrew. And he's like, 
Peter Pan? And I'm like, no. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's what I said. And he just kept saying Peter Parker. And I was like, that's not <laughs> what I said. And I'm like, I know you know who that is. Sorry. Spider-Man is. <laughs> Spider-Man is Scabbers. Is the great betrayer of <laughs> Lily and James Potter. Yeah, so I was like explaining him, and I was like, oh, this actually sounds really interesting. And I'm like, yeah, man, why do you think I'm into this? <laughs> like, do you think I just like things that suck? And he was like, I'm not you. <laughs> but no, um. <laughs> we can unpack that a whole nother. Jesus Christ. Again, a private company. There's a whole lot of unpacking that needs doing. <laughs> but yeah, so the teeth. The finger, the thumb, his the thumb, the tongue, the tongue, <laughs> and, like the bits of hair, like the that's tip of the teeth, adds... the lips, the tongue, <laughs> lips, teeth, tip of the tongue, um, you know, just your average, <laughs> just your average care package. <laughs> what if that was her way of trying to reconcile, and she was just upset that Heather hated it? You know, she was like, "Hey, Heather." I'm, I'm really sorry friend. I killed sorry. your friend. Do you want some keepsakes? <laughs> Here's what I could salvage Something. from him. <laughs> Something to remember him by. Uh, oh. Ooh. <laughs> that made me really, really nauseous. Oh, God. Yeah, so, like, that's... But that's I also love it. Easily my favorite part of the movie. Because I... it offers... Because that's... <sighs> my other... You don't see anything in this movie. It's a lot of theater of the mind. Like, you're yes. left to Which imagine a lot fair. of it. Which is fair. It was a low-budget movie, and it's, like, them filming it. So, it's still, like, admirable. What? <laughs> it was cute. It was cute. What is That's it? what it's I just film. heard you say. That's what that sounded like to me. <laughs> it was cute. I don't know. I I like a certain amount of gore you do and i like seeing something happen which is not something that we get out of movies like this that's true yeah which is probably an added thing as to why i don't like movies like this i can appreciate it for what it did in pop culture for what it was do you feel better about this movie or about the ritual because the ritual had more gore but i feel like obviously this one was much more iconic hmm, good question <laughs> i i don't know i think that like overall i would probably say that i feel better about this even though there's less gore in it even though there's less gore but i think that because of how iconic it is, it would, like, you have to recognize the effect that it had, right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> It <yes>. doesn't seem <laughs> fair to, <laughs> to be like, wow, Blair Witch fucking sucks, which I don't like it, but it was, it was a game changer. Like, $60,000 is what they had. <laughs> That's like nothing. They, no, it's really not. I'm For trying to think of like, no, I'm trying to think of things that I could buy with sixty thousand dollars. Like I could buy a whole new car and then probably a whole, a another new whole car. new, a brand new car. I could buy at least two, maybe three new cars depending two, on the car. Maybe three. 
Yeah, depending on the car. But, like, I I don't know, man. I couldn't imagine making a movie with, like, that kind of budget. Yeah. <clears throat> I think... I do agree with you. I think my favorite part of the movie is probably... I mean, aside from the iconic scene where, like, she's shooting... It's, like, an up... <laughs> Yes. An up face shot. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows the under the nose scene where she's crying and there's <laughs> snot and it's a whole thing and she's apologizing to everyone's families and it's a whole thing. But I like that for a whole other reason. I think I like that because it's so iconic. It's, it's I, very iconic, but I also yes. think I, I don't like that scene. Yeah, it's kind of gross. Yeah, it's gross. But <laughs> also because I think of the scene in Scary Movie every time Same. I get to it. Yes. I hate that. I so, hate that scene so much. I told you about how Caleb and I watched Scary Movie like kind of recently. Yeah, when we we referenced because we watched it Scream Nightmare and the Nightmare on Elm Street episode. Yes, and it's bec- like I we watched it because you and I had watched Scream, <laughs> uh, and I was like, ah, yes, I see where this is coming from. <laughs> That's not the only Blair Witch reference in Scary Movie either, though. It's the only one I remember. So in like the A in the A in scary movie is one of the weird little stick figure dolls with a pair of boxers on it. Oh, I don't know that. Yes, that's weird. Yes, but while we were watching it, I was like, "This is absolutely disgusting." And like, I see a lot of gross shit on like a day to day basis, but that uh, not good. <laughs> it's not good. It made me gag a little bit. I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> um, I do love the bundle of body parts though. I think it's spooky. It's spooky, and it's so, like, there is nothing scarier than, like, picture, okay, I'm picturing a movie that's, like, <laughs> a cross between The Ritual and Blair Witch, where, like, okay, your friend dies, you go on this, like, memorial hike for him or whatever. Okay. And, I'm it. <laughs> and <laughs> you're picturing it, we're talking about it. So, along the way, all of this spooky, scary shit starts to happen. Okay. Your one friend goes missing, and then you wake up the next day, and there's a bundle of his body parts laying there for you. And you know that they're his, because they're wrapped in his clothing. Like... Pretty spooky. That's fucking <laughs> horrifying. Yeah, I couldn't I, imagine. Uh, I never noticed either, until I watched it this time. I was like, no, this is probably all, like, just teeth. But then I started to really look at it this time and was like, mm, that glob in the middle looks a little too big to be a tooth. <laughs> so I paused it and Caleb and I sat and looked at it and he was like, I really can't tell what any of these fucking things are. And I was like, no, look, the top right corner is all like it's teeth yeah, right in the middle. That looks like a tongue to me. And then the bottom left corner, that looks like a finger or like the top like part of a finger. Yeah. And I think that there's hair in there too. I could be wrong. No, but I'm I, pretty sure there's hair. I think there's some of his hair in there. And that's just so fucking scary. Like, I absolutely cannot imagine finding chunks. I mean, I, I wouldn't want to imagine finding chunks of my friend's <laughs> dead body. But, like... I would love to not have that experience. Those are such, like, <laughs> intimate parts of a... Per- I mean, all parts of a person are, like, important or whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say, though. I know what you're trying to say. Like, none of these were easy things to take off or out of someone's body with the exception of the hair like the witch really had to like rip this man's teeth out she cut his tongue out and then she chopped off one of his fingers yeah it's pretty brutal 
and I love it. That's my that's the that on that. That's that's easily my favorite part. But then also like after she finds it, she doesn't tell Mike. No. She tries to like catch her breath and she's like, I'm not gonna do this, I'm not gonna do this, I'm not gonna do this. Everything's fine. I'm just washing She's my like hands. talking herself down. She's like, I'm just gonna wash my hands and we're just gonna move on. And like he's like, something very clearly happened. What's up? Nothing, I'm just washing my hands. <laughs> she's like, I'm just tired, I'm just hungry, I just really wanna go home. And like she's very clearly like this whole time she is very clearly like Heather is the type of person I think that she wants to be seen as the strong person. Yes. She likes being in control, clearly. And like You she... don't say. And it's not a negative thing. I get it. <laughs> That's because I I can That's relate. you. That is That's it. you. <laughs> I emotions make me feel weird and I probably Can't relate. also <laughs> No. <laughs> I have a lot of them. But like it's it's almost it's I don't I don't know how to nicely not nicely but like phrase it in a way that makes sense. But like the I've read books about like feminism in the nineties and like how it was just it was a new time coming off of like like every decade had its own form of like feminist radicalization right yes but like the 90s with like monica Lewinsky and like coming off of going into like a grunge scene almost it was it was a different time yeah than necessarily now but like it's it was almost like you she's definitely the person that like she's got to be in control she's not going to show that she's got any weakness right which relatable (laughs) I (laughs) I don't know it's it's definitely something that not necessarily humanizes her but it makes me personally sympathize with her more that she's trying so hard to keep it together even as Literally everything is falling apart for her. Things honestly, everything, be including worse. her friends. <laughs> Things could not be worse for Heather during this movie. I think that I think that you raise a really good point about like the feminist aspect of like Heather trying to keep it together during all of this. So we've touched on the men not believing her while all of this shit is happening. Cause she's the first one to say, Hey, no, this is not a deer in these woods. There's something following yeah, us. Something is happening. Something's not right. <laughs> something is wrong here. When she's telling them, no, I know where we're going. You need to fucking follow me. They're not believing her then. No. So part of me wonders, and we kind of talked about this pre-recording about whether or not she chooses not to tell Mike about josh's bundle of body parts (laughs) because she's afraid that he won't believe her or is she trying to save herself in some roundabout way from having to do this emotional labor of having to also comfort mike interesting you know what i mean because women are constantly constantly doing 
all of like we are to do so much emotional labor but on top of that when we have to do it for other people but particularly men like yeah it's just a whole like, fucking mess speaking it's not yes. something that men necessarily are like taught to do no they're taught not well equipped handle, to like, do it their own emotional labor nope they definitely and obviously this is not true for every person hashtag not all men <laughs> any gender Take your pick. <laughs> gender is like, fake anyway, but really. <laughs> gender is a social construct, but like whatever, every person is obviously different. And obviously, you and I do not know every single person to exist. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> I know that you <laughs> But um, yeah, it's traditionally speaking, it's women have to kind of shut, kind of put their own, own feelings, feelings on hold. Yes. To provide the support that men tend to need. Yes. I 100% agree. I think that maybe this was her trying to spare his feelings. Maybe this was her trying to save herself from doing extra emotional labor because she knew she was fragile at the time already. Yeah. Or maybe she felt like he wasn't going to believe her. It honestly could have been any of those things. Could have been any of those things. Poor, sweet, beautiful Heather deserves yeah, so much better than this. I really, I really feel for Heather doing this the most. <laughs> I'm like, God damn it, man. You just wanted to make this documentary. You just wanted... And it sounded like it was for a fucking school project, too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, picture you have a class with Dave Sheridan, and he's like, make... Do, a, make you. <laughs> do a project, and it can be anything, because you know, Arca. That's Arca. And... <laughs> And you're like, Dave, I want to make a movie about this local legend. And he's like, I don't need to know anything else. Go for it. Just do it. I don't, that's, you know. That's literally it. That's it. That's Dave <laughs> that's and Arca. that's Arca. That's Arca. <laughs> Say no more. You want to do what? Wild, crazy, off the wall bullshit? Do it. <laughs> Take the camera. Take the ca- You want to sign it out from the LMC? Do it. <laughs> and these three kids go out into, into the woods. Into the woods. Um, <laughs> to make this fucking movie for their fucking school project and they all die. I do think that that's like it It definitely sucks. <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> but also now I'm if I was the type of creative writer that I wish that I was I think that it would be really funny and it might already exist. It might be out there. I'm sure someone's thought of it because there's no way that someone hasn't. A mashup of the 14, 15 minute long intro song for Into the Woods, just telling the story of the Blair Witch Project. Probably. I could probably find that. I feel like I'd be able to find it. My my train of thought is truly all over the place during this. <laughs> and I just keep thinking about Scooby-Doo. <laughs> You know, whatever gets you there, I guess. <laughs> whatever gets you uh, to the topic. All right. Do we have any stray observations? Um, I'm looking through my notes. I've got um, two fun facts at the end. I love it. Um, that... 
I learned from Amazon going back and trying to watch that last scene again trying to figure out what the fuck was going on um apparently they Josh just screams at the end that mm-hmm. Mike and Heather here and they're like running all over the house yes they were pre-recorded and played from speakers outside oh <clears throat> and then also Heather had said in an interview with Fangoria that um the last scene in the house where like they're running around and then she goes to the basement and sees Mike down there mm-hmm. so that it was so traumatizing and so scary to film that uh, she kept crying and was like hyperventilating after it ended. Ooh. Or, like after they were done filming. Why do you think that that, that was so scary and so traumatizing for her? I think like, that it was, it was probably it was your movie, like, we know... Yeah, but like um, there were like different things. They... The, like actual crew and like the director and stuff would keep certain things away from the actors. Oh, I don't like that. Not not in like a they or they would be like as vague as possible with what was going to happen. Here's your motivation. <laughs> You're lost in the woods. No one's gonna find you. It's been whatever days. No one's gonna find you. Blah blah blah. No one's gonna find you. <laughs> Who am I? <laughs> Detective J.J. Bittenbinder. <laughs> Is that what I saw? You can find this at any haberdashery. <laughs> Get a money clip? Question mark. Engraved? Engraved? Question mark. <laughs> hey, Dad, can I have a silver money clip and a $50 bill, please? <laughs> Don't, Don't worry. worry. I'm only going to throw it Stroke it into the gutter at the first sign of trouble. <laughs> the man. The mustache told me to me do, me it. do it. You I, I just watched all of the John Mulaney specials like okay. two weekends ago, and then I watched my two favorites again last weekend. Did you Did you ever watch the sack lunch bunch? No, it makes me nervous because there's kids and I hate them. It's It's pretty funny, but then like also weirdly emotional at times. Oh, but there's a there are like a couple of songs throughout and um, one of them is this kid singing about how he is a really picky eater when he goes out to eat and the song is called plain plate of noodles <laughs> and That's honestly me. it gets stuck in my head like once a week <laughs> plain plate of noodles and it's just him singing about how that's all he wants he just doesn't want anything else. He hates being a bother, but he doesn't want anything. I hate that. Bro, if I ever have kids and they act that way, I'm probably going to drop them off at a fire station or something. And that's why I won't have kids. <laughs> Shit like that. I don't care if you're gay or if you're pan or if you're trans or whatever identity under the sun. I will love you and support you. But the minute you act like that in public, we're going to have a fucking problem. Do you have any stray observations? <laughs> That's my turn. My stray observation. All right, then go ahead and write it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! No, I thought we were cutting this a while ago. What are you talking about? <laughs> the whole this reason the I went bit. off. The whole reason I went off on this tangent was because I thought we were cutting it. I'm not cutting any of this, dude. No, this is the end. Ah. <laughs> uh. Well, listeners, now you know how I really feel. <laughs> um, yeah, you said it, and I was like, wow, she's really saying that. Okay. 
<laughs> really, I thought... drop off a baby at a fire station. <laughs> I wouldn't know until they were old enough to act incorrectly in public, but you know, say la vie. Say la vie, say they old folks. <laughs> Will you write I the think... episode? As an old folk, yes, that is what I say. Write the episode. Write the movie. <laughs> For the love of God, Brittany, just write the fucking movie. I'm trying to give you an out. <laughs> and you're not taking it. No, in classic Brittany fashion, I'm just putting my foot farther into my mouth. Um, <laughs> I think. All right, Brittany, how many chainsaws are you going to give this? You know I what you're going to give it. Think, I think we all know what I'm going to give it. You love this movie. I do. I will say, as a preface, though, there are not nearly enough women, there are not enough people of color, but also, I don't think people of color would have made this mistake. You know what There's I mean? There's, like, ten people in this movie, anyway. <laughs> There's ten people in this movie, and... There's, like, no one, and one of them's a Blair Witch that we can see. <laughs> one of them is an assumption of a ghost. Um... <laughs> I am still going to give this movie five chainsaws. Surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. I love this movie. I have such a soft spot in my heart for this movie. I should have realistically bought this on Amazon and I didn't. I just rented it. Um, I should have bought it. I love this movie. Every time I go camping, I think about this movie. But I also know better than to touch things that don't belong to me. And uh, I know where the fuck I'm going. So <laughs> there's that. Okay. I'm done. Yes. What do you rate this movie? I don't want to hurt your feelings. <laughs> I felt like I didn't want to hurt your feelings during the ring. It's okay. We can still be friends. I know you hated this. I'm going to give it two and a half chainsaws. <sighs> That's higher than I thought you were going to rate it, honestly. I'm, I want to explain why it gets the half. Okay. <laughs> it gets the half for the Scooby-Doo project. I am going to fight you. <laughs> oh my god. So yeah, yesterday, literally yesterday, um, I watched the Blair Witch Project, took my notes. And then watched that, the Scooby-Doo Project? And then I laid on the couch, got ready for a nap before work, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch the Scooby-Doo Project. <laughs> And then I just fucking died of laughter. Oh my god. Uh, but no, um, seriously, the last half of the extra half that it gets is because, I mean, it's iconic. It really, it... It's a game changer. It's a game changer. It wasn't as genre changing as some of the other movies that I have, that we've reviewed. <laughs> some of your picks. Yeah, some of my picks. I picked the good ones. I don't want to say it. <laughs> but it's out there now. <laughs> I said what I said. I said what I said. But, I mean, it, it was iconic. It was a game changer. It did a lot with a really low budget. One of my other fun facts um, was that this the, this movie was like well received partly I'm sure because of the marketing at the time which I mean nothing it was brilliant it was brilliant marketing and it's truly something that no other found footage film could do after it no 
which might be another problem with the genre as a whole, that sub-genre as a whole that I have, is that they're all very clearly chasing after the success that Blair Witch Project had, but they're never going to be able to really get it because of the marketing that they did. The way that this was marketed was as a documentary and not as a horror movie. Like people yeah, really documentary. No, people really thought that these kids had disappeared and that these kids had died in the woods. Yes. The like Heather's mom in real life kept getting you were saying she was getting like condolence letters and stuff. Yes. And that like because people thought that people Heather thought had that... died. Yeah. They thought that these kids really went missing. They were really just lost in the fucking woods. Yeah. Assumed to be dead. And that's something that you couldn't do now. Absolutely not. You absolutely um, could not do that now. Yeah, I did read that like when it when it first premiered on like whatever version of IMDB existed back then. Hilarious. Um, because apparently it did. I didn't know that. But that it had them like marked down as missing. It didn't say anything else about them. Oh. Which you couldn't do now. No. Absolutely. <laughs> well, first not. of all, no one's really making movies with actors that we don't know, which is a shame. But That's true, yeah. But yeah, like no other movie could do what Blair Witch Project did because they already did it, you know? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. So yeah, I love this two movie. and a half chainsaws. All right, well, I like this movie <laughs> enough for both of us, just like you like The Ring enough for both of us. I love The Ring. I'd say we're pretty even at this point. <laughs> we should keep like a running tally of like what we've rated all of them. Ooh, yes. Maybe I'll make notes. <laughs> put it on the yeah, sorry. Put it on that's Google a, Doc. A <laughs> that's a tech but conversation. I'm just a snow filter. <laughs> I mean, same. Clearly, I talked about how I want to drop babies off at fire stations. <laughs> Let's end this. <laughs> Let's please, for the love of God, end it. Um, stay tuned. I don't know what we're going to cover next. It's rain is coming. I, I can't know. wait. I can't wait to see Plot what twist. we It's cover. a Scooby Doo project. I kind of secretly hope that that's it. Actually, it's not. God I'm damn in, it. I'm in a. I'm in a mood. Okay. And it it feels like the right choice right now. All right. That's fair. I'm going to start leaving just, like, mentions of my picks. Like, (gasps) subtly trying to bring it up in conversations. No, I like that it's a complete and total surprise. Well, I mean, because, like, with... This is another (laughs) off-recording All right, we can talk about it off-recording. That's fine. I'm sorry. That's fine. Uh, Email us. (laughs) You already know the fucking email. Chismosas. been really good about putting it in the description you have been i've looked at them and i'm like damn i'm so proud of you (laughs) you guys already know the fucking email email me email her email us you know the spiel password (laughs) i well i would forward it to you it's fine i would also just yeah anyway (laughs) chismosas dot and dot chainsaws at gmail.com tune in (laughs) who knows what we're gonna do not me i do (laughs) bye bye